Welcome to the Kinda Crunchy Podcast, where we talk about all things health and wellness. We can't wait for you to hear today's episode, so let's get to it. Hi guys, welcome to Kinda Crunchy. My name is Jensen. I'm Rachel. And we have a little Valentine's Day love episode um, for you guys today. Um, We're going to go through a bunch of things, but we have a lot of Q&A questions that you guys asked, and you did not disappoint. There are some really good ones. We're going to try to get through them all. Um, So thank you for everyone who submitted a question. Um, Before we get into this episode, um, let's just start out with some life updates. So Rachel, give us the scoop. What is going on in your life? Yeah, I told Jensen I have a few life updates. I keep like a list in my notes app in my phone and I feel like it's grown really long and I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm going to need to pile up a couple of these in some of these episodes because otherwise I'm going to get behind on like the relevancy of them. I have so much I need to share. Um, So the first thing is last weekend we went sledding, which I know you had talked about. You went sledding with friends. And um, so we were like, well, it might be the last weekend that like really good snows here for sledding because it was supposed to warm up after it. And um, Logan's parents, where they live, they have like a really good hill for it. So we went out and it was lots of fun. Um, Yeah, we just we went what night did we go? Friday night, like after dark, we went out because that's when it worked for everyone and went for a few hours. And then we went to Denny's late night and got like breakfast after. And then Sunday um, afternoon, we went back out sledding and it was nice because then our paths were made and it was like uh, you could see in the daylight, but it was lots of fun. No one got super hurt Um, because you go really fast, actually. You, You do. And their hill is pretty steep and long and has, like, bumps on it. So, you know, if you hit it wrong, you could really get an injury, so. That's so fun. I love that you guys went for Denny's after. I feel like that just brings me back to, like, high school when you would go to, like, Denny's or a diner after, like, a football game. And it just, like, it hits different at night. Yeah, we all hadn't been to Denny's probably since high school. So it definitely felt nostalgic of that. Um, the next thing is I started my book club this week, Jensen. Yes, tell me more. I saw, you mentioned it briefly and I was like, I need details yeah. on this. Um, so it was our first one. So we, I was hoping for like five to six people. And originally I had, I think five people that were going to be part of it, um, with me included, but then two of them dropped out. Um, they just had like different life things going on. So it ended up just being three of us. So we are still looking for like one to two or three more members. I want to keep it under six because I feel like it'd get like way too big over that. I feel like four to five is a good number. Um, But it was so much fun. Like we had little snacks themed to the book. And then I made like this PowerPoint and we put it on the TV And we had, like, discussion points for the plot and the character and the author. And then we did, like, our movie casting of who we'd have act them in a movie. And we gave the book a rating and just talked about it. And then we picked our next book. We all, like, submitted a book idea and then picked – we, like, put it in a random generator to pick the next one. So it was just super fun to, like, get together with people who also have, like, reading and books as a common interest Mm -hmm. to come because, like – 
the people that are in the club aren't like, oh, my best high school childhood friends. Like they're kind of like new friends or acquaintances that also read that are like, yeah, I want to be in the book club. So it was super fun because like now they're friends and it was just, it's like doing a girl's night, but there's like a specific reason or theme. So I feel like you described how you wanted it to go and that is exactly how it went with the whole PowerPoint and the food. (laughs) Um, Okay, wait, what book did you read and how did like, what like, how did like the snacks and everything match up to that? I'm intrigued. Okay, so we read last month, our first book choice was Never Lie by Frieda McFadden. So it was kind of like a who did it thriller category. It wasn't that scary though. Um, And so there actually wasn't a lot of food mentioned in it. So it was hard because they were like in this abandoned Snowden house. So the only things they found there were like minimal food things. So it was peanut butter and saltine crackers. And then they found some like deli lunch meats and bread with mayo. So I did like, I got like good deli meat and cheese and did like a tray and then got bread. And then I did get peanut butter and saltines just in case anyone wanted them. And then I made a coffee cake too, just like that wasn't in the book, but just as something extra. Yeah. So it was fun. And then Um, our book for next month is The Simple Wild. It's like a romance about a girl who, it it sounds like a Hallmark movie almost. She's like a city girl and she goes to Alaska and falls in love with this Alaskan pilot and he'll never leave Alaska, but she doesn't want to move there. Will it work out? Her parents tried the same thing and failed at it. So it should be a fun little, and Alaska should be fun. There should be some fun food things in that, I would think, or some theme things. So that must be fun when you're like reading it and they like mention like a fun little food. You're like, oh, guess we have to make it now. Yeah. It makes me much more engaged in the book in general because two, like we were talking about in our book club, we're creating like movie castings Mm -hmm. for it. So you have to pay more attention when they describe a character. Like I had like a note in my phone where I'd be like, okay, this girl had, she's tiny with red hair and green eyes. This guy has blonde hair. Cause sometimes you like skim past it and start to Mm -hmm. picture the person in your mind and you miss a descriptor and actually have it wrong. So I was really trying to like actually write it down. Um, and, and so it makes me pay more attention when I read. But God. yeah. I love that. That's so exciting. Lots of fun. Yeah. My last one then is just that I'm on this little bit of a like minimalism kick. Um, I feel like, okay, I feel like our culture has really been in a maximalism like kick or place for a while now. I feel like it's like TikTok's part of that. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like people just like buy whatever they want. Like, have you have you seen the clean girl trend? Um, yes. And then now, <laughs> now what is it? The mob wife. Yes. And, and there's like, I was watching this video where it's like these girls are literally spending all this money to like redo their wardrobes just to stay up with these TikTok trends, and then they change. Yeah, just like for an aesthetic. And I feel like it is all just like money making. And, Mm -hmm. but I feel like, like, especially on TikTok, like I was saying, like, I think there's like TikTok shop on there, which I still don't understand and never really got into. But I just think it's like constantly seeing what other people have or people are doing like outfit things or like they, their thing is cleaning or organizing and like, oh, this product's good for it or this one Mm -hmm. or whatever. And I just feel like our culture has become one where like, we're not like, oh, I have this budget. And if it's not in the budget, I can't buy it or like, oh, I don't need all this junk in my house. Like I can have very simple things. And that's like to each their own. But I think it's become overwhelming for me just like 
how much stuff there is in the world that we have and then how many like decisions and things it's it's overstimulating sometimes and especially like right now my life's very busy my job and stuff and so the more choices I have to make about like what to wear or what to eat or what workout to do it's like too much information that I've been like I want to pull back on all of that and give myself less choices like for example I feel like this is a pretty well-known thing. Like Steve Job only wore like the same outfit because he didn't have mm-hmm. the time to make the choices about the outfit he was going to wear. And I've more and more been like, that sounds wonderful. Like what if I just had like 20 t-shirts of the same color and a pair of jeans? And that was like my outfit. Well, now that they used, I just want to comment on that real quick. I always, when I talk to people that went to like private school, I was like, oh, did you hate having to wear a uniform? And they're like, eh, not really because it just made it easy. You just knew what you're going to wear when you got up. And I was like, fair. That's a good point. I, yeah, I was one of those kids. I mean, we had like, you could wear different colored polos Mm -hmm. with the uniform. So you did get a little choice, but it was just, yeah, I just, I sometimes feel overwhelmed by it. On the other hand, like I like putting together outfits and like, it's, it's like a expression of sorts, but sometimes I just don't have the time. So I've been on this little minimalism journey of like, how do I peel back in different areas of my life to just like give myself less decisions, less stimulation, less overwhelm in general. So, I mean that like, I'm trying to go simple with my life in all ways. So I'm going to be attacking like, yes, my clothing. I feel like I already did that some by like, I have my winter clothes and that's the only closet I'm looking at. So it's only a fourth of my closet and that's the choices I have. And then I'll switch to spring and like, it'll be all new clothes. I talked about that on here. Um, But I am eventually with my clothes, I feel like I want to like start investing in really good quality basic staples and really like start wearing pretty much just like t-shirts and jeans every day for day-to-day life. And then just having a few pieces that are like nice for events or whatever. Um, But my food I'm planning to tackle because I feel like we can just like buy so many things from the grocery store and just have like all these supplements and all this stuff in our pantry and freezer. And that overwhelms me too, that I want to have like, have you seen the trend where they're like, I came from an ingredients household. So these are my snacks. I want to be the ingredients household. Listen, we're going to have like flour, sugar, butter, (laughs) maybe cheese if we're lucky, if I'm not making it. Um, But right now my phone has been one of the first things I decided Mm. to tackle because it just seemed more like I can do it right now without it being a big project. And so I feel overstimulated by my phone, the amount of apps on it, the amount of photos on it, the amount of like messages I get or information I have or the contacts in my phone, just everything about it. So I went through and like cleared my phone as in I deleted all these apps only kept some very certain ones on there. I, um, deleted a bunch of contacts, like people from high school that I do not need their number. People from college that I did like a random college project with, I do not know. So all these numbers I like cleared out of there. I, um, cleared a bunch of apps out of there. I like put them in folders, which I already had done, but even more so. So now my phone's just like really clear. There's like hardly anything on it. And I deleted a bunch of social media apps too. Mm-hmm. I, I deleted TikTok from there, which Whoa. I know is shocking. You're and TikTok fa- girly. What? Yeah. And Facebook. And then Instagram, I keep um, deleting. And then 
if I need it during work hours for like kind of crunchy stuff or something, I would just re-download and then delete after the work day because it's really not that inconveniencing to do. But I just don't want to be like on them or just default to that. And so I'm like, I'm going to use those on desktop now. Like if I want to get on Facebook, I feel like an old grandma. I'm like on the desktop browser scrolling and it actually makes me like more engaged and paying attention. Like, cause I feel like a grandma doing it. Same thing with TikTok. I was like, if I want to scroll it, I have to do it on my desktop. And it makes me way more aware than just like being on my phone, laying on the couch. I think of like what I'm consuming and how long, um, The other thing is I've been using like the do not disturb and like focus and work settings. So there's a bunch more than just do not disturb. You can set like all these custom settings now. So there's ones for sleep. There's ones for I'm in work mode, driving, like all of those. And I just, I've been using those and it's been nice because I, I get overwhelmed. Like if I'm really focused on something and a text pops through and it's just something random, I still feel like I have to reply to it, even though that person doesn't care. It just like adds something to my to-do list. So that's been helpful. And then the last thing I've been doing is I have been putting my phone on grayscale setting. So in accessibility, you can go in to the display and I'm going to show you here in a minute. And you can go to the color filters and turn it to grayscale. And I've seen a lot of people say, like, it just makes your whole phone black and white. So I've seen a lot of people say that it makes it less stimulating without, like, the color. Like, you still have contrast of colors, but not bright colors. Because it essentially, like, doesn't trigger your brain the same way. The only thing it stinks for is, like, looking at photos or videos. But... Or like Instagram. Sometimes I'll turn it off if I'm working and doing that. But it really does make me less like addicted to my phone, I think. Oh, and the biggest one. That wasn't the last thing. I downloaded Google Photos. I I er, uploaded. I don't know if uploaded is the right thing I did. I uploaded all the photos from my phone to Google Photos. I've been going into Google Photos and arranging them in albums because I have photos from like 2013 Jensen that are like from middle school, high school that just through every new phone I get, they just like transfer over. Same. (laughs) And I love the photos. I don't want to get rid of them. I don't have them printed out, but like, where do I put them? And I've tried to make albums on my phone, but the amount of photos on my phone just has overwhelmed me for years. And so what I did is I put them in these Google photo albums. Now it's been really fun to go back and look through. I have like a high school album, a college album. I have a me and Logan album. I have friends. I like family. I have all the different trips I went on and it's so nicely organized. Google photos allows you to just order right from their prints or photo books they put together. So I could essentially like actually get them printed, which I would love to do eventually. But I went through and deleted. I had like 7,000 photos on my phone, which really isn't a lot compared to what some people have. I have 700 photos now, 700. The only ones I kept were ones that were like truly brought me joy, high quality photos um, that I really like saw and was like, oh my gosh, I love that photo so much. Like it brings me so much joy. Like 
I have like no photos on my phone and it feels wonderful. Like that just made my life better for some reason. And now I feel like I want to take more photos of things because I'm putting these albums together and I'm like, oh my gosh, all these memories. These were the good old days. These were the good old days. And I'm saying that about every like my high school years, my college years, my engagement years. And then I was like looking at the pictures I have from like, I put like our Brookville apartment years and now where we live now years. And I was like, these are the good old days that we're in right now too. Like I need to take more photos. And so I feel like it's encouraged me to do that because I don't feel like it's just going to like get lost in there now. I feel like I have a system to like, I take them, I upload them to Google into an album and it'll make me feel like better because something will happen with the photo. Um, guess how many photos I have on my phone? You probably have like 20,000. Um, I have 30, 36,000 photos on my phone. That's really high. <laughs> and 3,500 videos. Oh my goodness, that's a bigger okay. project for you than for me. Yeah, <laughs> so now I'm like really stressed out thinking about this project. Well, it's so hard because like I even do like our social media for a youth group. So I take like 10 videos a night. So it's like That's what I'm like talking added, about. But then it's like then I It stays on it. your phone and you're like, "What is this? What was I this know. from?" I know, but um wait, question. Did you have to buy more Google storage? Cuz I think- Yes. Okay. So, I bought 100 whatever it is, gigabytes or megabytes or whatever okay. of Google storage, 50 cents a month which I'm paying for iCloud, like Apple iCloud right now, it's $1.99 a month. So the Google storage is actually cheaper. And then I can like back up my desktop on there and stuff too. So it was definitely worth it because they always are like, oh, buy more storage. You're close to storage. And then I'm always like deleting stuff from my Google Drive or Docs. And I was like, okay, it's actually 50 cents a month. I'm happy to pay that to store all my stuff on there. So, and I think they give you 15. So 100 is a big jump from that. Yeah, yeah. For 50 cents. So yeah, it's, it's really like, I highly recommend Google photos. I've been liking it. I love all your minimalist things. I feel like I'm always trying to do that and get rid of things. And I'm trying to tackle little things. Like I went in like my bathroom, like cupboard yesterday and just like threw out stuff that I just like don't, it's so Doesn't it feel great? (laughs) It feels so great. It's like the best thing. And I was, it's so funny in my, the corner of our living room, our Christmas tree was there and we took it down like it stayed there way too long, but it was like empty and it looked so clean. Uh, but now my keyboard's there, so but it's okay. But a keyboard is like a nice thing to have there. It is, and I've been playing it for two days now. Oh, hello, Ollie. Yes. Um, I've been playing it for two days now, and I'm just loving it, even though it's really hard. But it's been fun. Yeah, th- th- is that your life update, or do you have some other ones? I feel like I just ranted forever. Oh no, yours were all good. Um, well, I guess the piano would be one, and it's funny. I have like sheet music that I want to learn how to play, but then there's also just like on YouTube, like you can literally play like Garage Band stuff. Like not Garage Band. I'm sorry. What was it? Guitar Hero style, where it's like the, the mm-hmm. notes are coming at you, and it makes it so easy because you're just like following along with like it's like you're literally playing like rock band or Guitar Hero. Um, so I've been learning "Fly Me to the Moon" by Frank Sinatra. I'm trying to try to map. I literally played it for like ten minutes last night and almost was getting the hang of it. I'm like want to master it. I, it's so funny. I'm like Logan, listen, listen. I'm like, and then I get nervous. I'm like, okay, I have a crowd. I need to make sure I perfect this. Um, but it's been really fun. So yeah, piano is a life update. Um, this was just like kind of a nice week. We had um, Logan's work party Thursday, which was really nice. Um, it was at this place downtown called Josephine's. And from Lancaster, you might have heard of it. It's very, very fancy. And it was just fun to like dress up and have like really nice steak dinner. Um, 
and just catch up with a lot of his like coworkers. So that was really fun. Um, And then we had our friend's first birthday last night. Our friends Thomas Mm -hmm. and Alexis, their son, he turned one and he's just adorable. And it was just so fun getting, I I, I was was saying that's like our first, like first birthday party we've been to. I was like, I guess it's like the new wave. It's like the wedding wave. And now it's like the baby shower and first birthday (laughs) wave. Um, But it was really sweet. Um, And then last thing I'll say is, I don't know how much I've mentioned on here actually of like that I'm going to a new doctor for like fertility stuff and it's called like a napper doctor. So basically they use this method of tracking called the Creighton method, um, which I can go into napper on a whole other episode. But basically um, you track your cycle using like cervical mucus and it's very like specific. And basically they say like even if you have irregular cycles, like this can like reveal certain things in your cycle and it's just like a tried and true way to either like achieve pregnancy or avoid pregnancy. Um, And I had like a first – like you have to basically learn how to do it and take like these like online classes. And I had like my first session and I was telling Rachel before this, just like super interesting like learning like the science behind – like I I knew all these things but not to this level and to watch literally like videos of like all the things happening in your like uterus and when like different things of your cycle and like how like the cervix it was just like super interesting so I just feel like I'm like a little learning machine right now and just like absorbing it all in and I'm just like oh more women need to know this like why were we not taught this stuff on this like deep of a level because it's so cool to really just like watch how your body's like functions and like it's amazing how God designed our bodies like in that way to like like watching there's there was even a video of like a sperm literally fertilizing an egg and like life being created and i'm just like oh my gosh like that is just like insane how this tiny little thing and this tiny little egg with all of like the dna in it just become a human i'm like crazy so it was just like it's been super cool to learn more about that so excited to just continue to learn so but yeah that's all my life updates that's awesome. You know, I'm like a little bit of a geek for like anatomy and physiology. Mm-hmm. I've always loved it in college and high school and everything. And yeah, every time Jensen like, she'll like voice memo me and be like, oh my gosh, I have to tell you about this appointment I just had. And she'll go off about it. And I'll be like, oh, I love the, I love the body. I love the female body. And I am always like, we're always talking about, we're like, why did we not have like multiple courses on this yeah. in high school? Like we want our kids to have courses on like boys and girls, how the whole female body works, how mm-hmm. the male body works, hormones, everything. Like it's just fascinating. Like it's actually, mm-hmm. it's so cool because it's like science and it's incredible and like you can learn about it. And then it's actually like your body is doing that and applicable. It's just, it, yeah, it always blows my mind. So yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, but that's all I have. Shall we get into this episode? Yes, I think we should. Our Valentine's Day episode. So we're going to start with some general thoughts on love, marriage. Do you have any, Jensen? (laughs) I'm just going to first start off and say this was like when I was like thinking about like just kind of some random like marriage things. Logan and I will say to each other, and this, I'm not trying to like, this isn't like a flex. This is just like, I just want to talk about how like great marriage is. Like, we'll be like, is everyone as in love as we are? Like, does everyone like love marriage as much as we do? Because we're like, this is truly the best. And I always say that I'm like obsessed with him. And I know that's like a weird thing to say, but it's like, I truly am. Like, he's my favorite person in the entire world. And I like could not get enough time spent with him. Um, 
And we're almost going on like three years and it just truly does keep getting better and better. Yeah, there are like highs and lows, but nothing like drastic where I'm like, oh, marriage is so tough. And again, we, you know, and we, I mean, let's just say we have with like, even with infertility, we have walked through hard things, but it's been, I feel like marriage is such a beautiful thing and like the love between like a man and a woman, like when you go through hard things, they can bring you closer together. Like if you choose, like you can, they can either tear you apart or bring you closer together. And it's just been cool. I feel like we've continued to get like stronger and closer together. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I just, I think going back to our marriage and relationships, relationships episode, like just truly blessed to like be in a marriage and like cannot speak highly enough of marriage and what God designed it to be. Yeah. Um, I will echo that um, in saying that like, yeah, marriage has been a wonderful thing for us. And I feel like we're very blessed because like Logan truly is my best friend and we just like, it's, it's like we get each other on a different level and love each other so much and like love being married. Um, I do like, I know that there are other people out there who struggle or like have trouble in marriages and, um, it can be tough. And like, I definitely, I'm, I feel very blessed that we've had such a good, good marriage and I'm very thankful for that. And it's not just like by chance, I do think we put hard work into it, but also been blessed in that way. I always tell Logan, I was just, well, not always just recently I was telling him, I wish, because I'm really into reading. I was like, I wish our love story like, because we were high school sweethearts and everything, and we have, like, years of love story, I wish it was, like, a fiction romance book, so I could, like, read it, and I said, I, like, want to describe you in a book, because I feel like you pick up on, like, you, like, books are so, like, there's so many characteristic details, and, like, uh, just, like, details about how they look and who they are to really give you a picture of the person, since you can't see them, and descriptive, and I was, like, I just, like, always am thinking about the way I describe you in a book, and he's, like, oh, no, and I was, like, no, like, it's, it's all good stuff, um, who knows, maybe I'll write it one day. I was gonna say, Rachel, (laughs) are you telling us you're gonna write a book? Yeah, only me and Logan reading it, (laughs) um, and the last thing I want to say about it is I do feel very in love, but, I don't think love is a feeling like in, in marriage. I really see it as more like a deep companionship that's unwavering. And I think that's like more beautiful than like a fleeting like, oh, in love feeling, even though it's very like exciting and fun. Having just like a deep companionship where you're like, you are the person I'm like most comfortable with in my mm-hmm. life. Like I truly feel like I can be myself. Like I think that's just like an incredible thing. And for me, marriage has been that. And I wish that upon everyone's marriage because it really is you feel seen and loved for who you are. Mm. And that's wonderful. So, so well said. Um, so we're gonna talk about the love languages next, which is a book. Oh, who is it by? Do you know do you have that written down who it's by? I Oh, oh Gary can I say Gary Chapman. So yeah, that was like a book or a concept by Gary Chap Chapman. Is that who you said? I think I might be making that up. But I no, I think you're right. You guys can double check us. I'll link the book below. I feel like it's like pretty old at this point, but it's a good mm-hmm. concept that people still talk about. So essentially his whole thing was like, there's five love languages of like how you show love and receive love. So acts of service, quality time, words of affirmation, physical touch, and gifts. And so the way you feel loved 
Like you, everybody likes these all to some extent, but you might like really love quality time. And that's the way you feel loved is someone spending quality time with you. But that might not be the way you give love. You might like love to give gifts. And so really figuring that out for you and the person you're with can be helpful because you're like, okay, I see they're trying to love me in this way even though that's not the way I receive it, like they're putting the effort in or like communicating to them, Hey, instead of doing this, will you do this? Because it makes me feel more loved or you changing the way you're like acting towards them. So they really feel loved. It's so easy to want to love someone the way that you want to feel loved. And then they're like, Oh, thanks for the gift, but I don't really care for gifts, but that's how, but maybe that's how you feel. So it's really, it's a good, it's really good to understand your friends, your family, your spouse, like how they receive love so you can love them the best way. Um, Rachel, what are your love languages? Um, My top one has always been quality time. Um, And my second one is gifts, which I feel like is shallow. Like no one wants to say gifts is one of my love language, but it is. Hey. That, that's, that's, that's I love you. to get a little yeah. gift. I love yeah. a gift. <laughs> a little present, a little treat. Uh, mine are, I haven't taken in a while, but I know they're quality time and words of affirmation mm. and they're pretty close to each other. But I would say like acts of service has been on the rise now that like we're married. Now you're a married woman now I'm <laughs> taking married care woman. of the house, right? <laughs> and I'm like, whenever like, and it's so fun like if like Logan does something like that surprises me. Like I got in my car yesterday and it was on like empty, empty. And I got in and he had been driving it and it was just on full. And I like Aww. texted him. I was like, oh, thank you so much for filling up my car because I literally didn't think I was going to make it to the gas station. It's just like little things like that. So like I was saying, acts of service I think is like on the rise for me. But do we want to talk about just like different ways that we show our love to our husbands through the different love languages and maybe can – spark some ideas for people to how to love their spouses better? Yeah, I think this is a good idea. Do you want to start with acts of service? Yeah. So I'll give two examples. Um, One thing that Logan really appreciates that I do is steaming his dress shirts. Um, Just he hates a wrinkled shirt. I wonder if he's awake (laughs) right now. He's probably like, yeah, I hate when my shirt's wrinkled. Um, So doing that for him, just making sure that he looks professional for work. Um, but one thing that like is so funny, it's an act of service that literally can change his whole day and he would attest to this. Um, when I make a fresh loaf of bread and he <laughs> walk, he especially if he's having a bad day and like he walks in the door from work and one, you can smell it, but he's just like, it truly changes his whole mood when he's like, oh, a fresh loaf of bread. Like it, it, it's funny how like something like me making a loaf of bread can truly like make him feel so loved and joyful. So um, yeah, they say, what is it? Food is like the way to the, the, way the, to the stomach's heart. the yeah. way to the, the heart. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So those are two little acts of service that I do for my Logan. What about you, Rachel? It's so funny because we kind of have similar ones. So definitely like food is one of the ways I think I communicate my love And I think Logan receives it. So making just like a good dinner that I know he'll like or like one of his favorite things. And then uh, something I try to do each week or like every once in a while is make like a treat that he really likes. Mm. So he has it to like he likes a little snack before bed every night Mm -hmm. or like on the weekend. Just like chocolate chip cookies or I made oatmeal cream pies the other week or like soft pretzel bites. Just like something that is like a nice little treat that I know he likes. And he's like, yum, I get to enjoy this. Um, I had ironing his laundry on here. Let me just say, I never do this. (laughs) 
And the reason I put it on here is because if I did it, he'd know I really, really love him. Ironing is like my least favorite thing in the world. I don't care. I will pull it out the most wrinkled ever and wear it. I hate ironing. And so if I iron for him, you know, he, he, knows. he knows that means like he I really left. am sacrificing here for you. Wow. Um, the one other thing I did want to say, mm-hmm. um, my parents growing up, they, my dad, especially always every day, like they modeled this so well, he'd be like, honey, what can I do for you today? Do you need me to oh. do anything for you? Or how oh can gosh. I help you or this week? And so I found myself sometimes like saying that being like, is there anything I can do for you today? Like in the morning before he leaves for work. And I'm not as good at it as like my parents were, but it's just nice to ask because sometimes it's like, oh yeah, can you do this? And you wouldn't even know they wanted help with that. And you're like, sure, that's, that's not that big of a deal. Wow. Shout out to your dad. That's so yeah, sweet. Right? <laughs> wow. Sets the bar high. Yeah. Very. Um, do we want to do quality time next? Yes. That's what I have. Do you want me to go first? Sure. Go ahead. Okay. So I would just say two things. One would be like when we're together, and again, we are not perfect at this, but this is like a goal is to be off of our phones. Um, Same. Truly. That's on my list too. Such a distraction. And like, it's funny, like this will be like, I'm going to use an example because Logan did it last night, but I do it too. Like we were, we got in the car and he like got on his phone and I was like, Hi. Like, I'm here. But it's like we both – like, just like – it's so easy at the end of a day to say, oh, like, just get on your phone and look at something. But, Mm -hmm. like, it's amazing how much good conversation you can have when there is no cell phone. Um, And this one kind of piggybacks off this because we're not on our phones. For us, a big thing for quality time is golfing together. Um, One, we are just like – it's just the two of us. We are outside in nature. We are not on our phones. Um, And we can just have, like, really good conversation – as long as we're not mad because we're playing bad. Um, But that's just been really good for us. Like it's like an intentional like date for us that like it's not just going to dinner. It's not just like watching a movie together, but it's like where we can actually have conversation. Um, We're doing a shared activity. That is something I feel like is super underrated is like having like good shared activities to do because like just being able to have a hobby or something you enjoy with your spouse that you guys can like plan and do together. Um, Yeah. So that is, I think, how we would spend our quality time. Um, What about you? Yeah. So I definitely had the phone thing on here too. Like not being on the phone when we're together. uh, I think like, okay, when he's talking to me, not being on the phone and giving my full attention too. Like that's just like a small way to communicate. Like I'm here. I'm listening to you. I love you. Also like anytime we go on a date or drive somewhere, I try to not be on my phone in the passenger seat. If he's driving, we have some of our best like conversation and times when we are like, like the one time when we were driving to your house, it was like a four hour date. Cause we are just mm-hmm. talking. And if I am really intentional about like not scrolling my phone in the passenger seat and trying yeah. more to like engage in conversation or just like we listen to music together or something, it just is better quality time. Um, It's so funny the similar things we have on here because one of the things I had was doing something like going golfing with him, even though I don't Mm -hmm. golf, just riding along and like paying attention. Or like if he goes to the golf sim, sometimes I'll tag along, but I normally just sit there the whole like hour and scroll my phone, but like Mm -hmm. maybe paying more attention. And then the last thing I have is just like planning special dates and like being really present during them. But also that doesn't have to be like going out. That can be like 
playing Scrabble or a board game together and not having our phones out because yeah. we're communicating, we're doing something together. It's quality time, but it's not like expensive then. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Do you want to do words of affirmation next? Yeah. So again, this one's kind of hard because he's not a words of affirmation guy, but once in a while, which I'm probably due for this, um, I'll like stick a little note in his lunch. Maybe he like had an accomplishment at work or something good or just even just like a nice thought Mm -hmm. I have about him. Um, I was – I used to do it a lot more and I think it got repetitive, but now it's like fun when I like sprinkle it in because like he's not expecting it because I don't do it all the time, but it's nice. It's a nice like little surprise. Um, And I just think like some – and another thing is like just like a thoughtful text every once in a while. Like, yeah, you text back and forth, but just like an encouraging text like – there's nothing better when like the person you love the most, like at least for me, I guess I'm a words of affirmation girl, but just like just expresses to you like just how much they love you and things about you and just like especially when it's random. I think that's the thing like just like a little surprise, fun note or a text. I think that can go a long way. And I heard this quote by I don't know if it's like a pastor or an author. It was like if you think something nice about your spouse, you say it. Like why would I withhold something kind from them? Like even if you're just like a random thought like just say it, like encourage mm-hmm. them, love them, lift them up. So yeah, that's, that's what I would say for words of affirmation. What about you? Um, Yeah. So the little love notes, you are very good at that, Jensen. You always like write little notes to people and words mm-hmm. of affirmation. I can definitely tell it's, it's one of your mm-hmm. love languages. I think another one is just like saying specific things you love about that person to them. Not mm-hmm. just like, I love you, but like something you love specifically about like, their eyes or their hair or like their body or like mm. their character or the way they do things mm. or like I'm proud of you or like mm-hmm. thanks for taking care of me just like things that are very thoughtful and you are mm-hmm. grateful for and speaking that aloud not just like keeping that inside because that's only going to make someone like feel good and see like oh wow yeah. they recognize this they love me for this yeah, it's funny. Sometimes if like Logan or I will say like a snarky or rude comment to one another, we'll be like, say three nice things about me now. And then <laughs> and then he'll do it. I'll be like, keep going. It's <laughs> just funny. Just like, just like, you know, little words of encouragement. But um, okay, do we want to do what do we have left? Um gifts and physical touch. Okay, let's let's do physical touch. Um these I guess are kind of two in the same. I mean we can do a lot of things with physical touch, but let's, you know, <laughs> keep it keep it PG. Um, one thing is like if I have a to-do list and Logan is sitting on the couch or I don't know, but just if there's a time when like I could go cuddle with him and just spend time like literally just like laying in his arms, like that means so much to him to just like setting my to-do list down to just take some time to just like literally just like cuddle and be with him. Mm-hmm. Um and kind of going off that, and we've talked about this, like you and I are like, get up early, go, 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 do, do, do. And especially like a Saturday morning, which he probably wishes I was there now instead of recording the podcast. Um, but like staying in bed on a Saturday morning and just like not getting up to do all the things that I want to do, um, but just like relaxing because that's he, – he loves that. It's good quality time for us. Um, so kind of dying to myself in that sense of just like, you know what, we can just like – cuddle and be in each other's arms and the to-do list and the tasks for the day will happen when they happen. Yeah. Those are good ones. I was just going to say trying to be intentional. Like I'm normally here when he gets home from work of like putting down whatever I'm working on 
whether it's like in the kitchen or if I'm still working for the day or whatever. And like going and being like, how was your day? And giving them a hug and kiss and just like having that connection. Mm -hmm. I have been good at that in the past lately. I have not because I've been very busy and that is Mm -hmm. a good reminder to me. I need to be better at that. Even though it's like, I'm doing something really important. Like it's good to just pause and like make that effort and connection. Like, Hey, welcome home. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I saw this video and it was a while back and it was like two like side-by-side videos. I don't know if you saw this and it was talking about the little things in marriage, how they add up. Mm -hmm. And it was like every day, like you have the choice to either give your husband a hug when he walks in the door or keep going on the kitchen. Or when you're sitting on like watching TV together, you can be like holding hands or you can be on your phones. Mm -hmm. And like, it's just like all these little choices that like the little things add up. And that is what makes like, I think like a powerful marriage, like to make sure you're being intentional about the small things because the small things turn into the big things. Yeah. And a lot of times it does feel like sacrifice to like love someone through their love language or just in general when you're like doing your own stuff. Cause we're just selfish human beings. Like we're we focused on our stuff and what we've go- got going on and how we feel and what we need. And to step back from that and be like, okay, they need this from me and it's going to require me to step away from something I want to do or I need to do and put that extra effort in. But that's, that's going the extra mile to show the love. Do we want to do receiving gifts? Our last one? Yes. Um, Gifts are hard because Logan always doesn't want to spend a lot of money on things for himself. So Mm -hmm. I think like kind of these kind of go hand in hand, but like buying him something he like won't buy himself, like that he would never just go buy himself. Like that is something that he really appreciates. And then like just like knowing what like his favorite brands and things are Mm -hmm. and being like intentional about that. Um, But also just like when I go to the grocery store, like a little treat, like picking him up like, oh, you haven't had this snack in a while and maybe it's not the healthiest thing in the world, but like I know you love it. So – and also I just thought of this one right now. Um, I think I've mentioned this, how he just really wants gain for his dress shirts. And I was just like, no, we can't use gain. Detergent. Yeah. (laughs) Detergent. Yeah. And I've been buying gain for him. So that pains me, but I know it's a gift to him. So (laughs) yeah, that's my gifts. No, I kind of have similar things. Picking up something small at the store, like I do the grocery shopping. I would definitely Mm -hmm. say that's a big one. The other week I bought Kraft mac and cheese spirals. For we weren't Aww. having it. There was no reason. I just put it in the pantry. And then like last weekend, he was like, what is there to eat? It was like a Sunday afternoon. And he was like, oh, there's mac and cheese. And then he was like, it spirals. You have to have it if it spirals. And I was like, yeah, I got that just in case because I thought you might want it because I haven't gotten that in forever. And he was like, you're not so bad every once in a while. He's like, okay, you love me. <laughs> um, but yeah, just just random small things like that. Um, even like if I go on a trip, picking up something that like makes me think of you like a small Mm -hmm. gift or something that I'm like, Hey, this is just something like when I was away without you. And I try to be really intentional. This is for everyone of like keeping track throughout the year of like things people say like, Oh, I'd really like that. Or wouldn't that be cool? Or like, Oh, someday I'm going to get that. And just like, I have a running list in my phone. So whether it comes Christmas time or some other time, just like getting something for someone that they wanted but forgot they kind of wanted because they just saw it in passing, then it's like, oh, my gosh. Like, I forgot I even wanted this. Those are, like, kind of the best gifts. (laughs) No, they are. They really are. I I think you told me that before, and I've tried to be more intentional about that too. So, so good. Should we go to our Q&A portion? I think we should. Okay. The next one I have on here is how to keep your standards – but also allow room for growth in a relationship. 
Yes. Okay. So I'll start with saying, know what your non-negotiables are. So like, are you aligned morally and spiritually? Those are like Mm -hmm. the big ones for me of like, these are things I don't think we can move forward if we're like on whole different planes with. Mm -hmm. I didn't put politics on there because I actually think you can like, people say, no, you can't get past being in different political planes. I think you can. I think like your moral choices and your spiritual things are Mm -hmm. the things that really matter. Um, So I think that's a big one. Recognizing what are preferences over principle. So like the Mm -hmm. way you fold towels or like make a certain soup or sweep the living room or like do things. Is that like, this is deal breaker or Mm -hmm. is it like just the way you do it or your preference? Um, And then the other things I put down is creating a mission statement or like a set of guidelines you follow in a relationship or a marriage. So where are we moving towards as a couple? Like what, where is the end goal? What is the direction we're going? Because like I said, sometimes you have different approaches, but knowing that you're on the same trajectory is helpful. And then the last thing is just always be looking for how you can be better instead of them. Because I think sometimes we're like, okay, you need to grow in this relationship or you have this work to do, or like, you really need to change this. But you know, like, look at yourself first. Take, take the, uh, what is, I don't know. I'm going to try to quote a Bible verse and not do well about the, uh, needle in your own eye before Mm. someone else's. (laughs) I'm out of it. It's still early morning. (laughs) It's okay. Um, no, but I think that's such a good point. It's like, oh, I wish you were loving me better or doing this better. And it's like, but let's take a step back. Am I loving you good or not? Like, can I, where can I improve? Like, I've heard this quote. It's like, be the person you want to be with. Like, if you want to be loved better, love them better. Like, and I think it's like we can't just ask so much of the other person if we're not pouring out as well. Um, I really had a lot of the same things that you had. Okay. Um, value, like a lot of things about like valuing should never like values should never change and waver. Um, and I just kind of want to add that like your relationship should like always be evolving. So like mm-hmm. by allowing room for growth, like you are two people that are going to be growing and changing together. Like it's going to look different when you're dating, when you're married, when you have kids, like busy seasons at work for one of you. Um, So it's a lot of just like compromise, give and take, dying to oneself. Um, But as long as you stick to like, you know, your main, you know, your values and you are like equally yoked as it says in scripture, like you have the same like religious and values. Mm -hmm. I think like everything else you can adapt and work through in my opinion. Agreed. Um, okay, next one. What advice would you give to someone planning a wedding? Any money-saving tips or things you would do differently if you could? Do you want me to start or do you want to start? I'll go with a few. So okay. I would say the first one is like the extra stuff doesn't really matter, like the decor and flowers and like whatever the popular thing is for like decorations and stuff. Like it's beautiful and like, you know, make your wedding what you want it to be. But people aren't going to be like, oh, remember her wedding colors and this flower and this and yeah. that. Like they're coming to celebrate you. So if that's like going to be extra money and stuff, I wouldn't invest a ton in that. Um, I was going to say, like, if you're doing, like, a cake, to just do one small cake for cutting and then get, like, sheet cakes from a baker or even someone Mm -hmm. you know or, like, cupcakes Mm -hmm. that can save a ton of money to, like, serve to the guests. Um, I think bachelorette and bachelor parties have gotten out of control, in my opinion. They are so much money. Like, just maybe be like, we're going to brunch, girls, in town. We're not going out of town. We're going to brunch in our town and just, like, spending time together. 
You know what I mean? Or like at your house doing something. So I would just like not get caught up in the rat race of like what all these weddings look like online. Like make it what you want it and need it to be. Um, mm-hmm. Cause it's really like, you don't want to like go in debt over a wedding and start your marriage yeah. that way. That's not worth it. Oh, those are all good tips. Um, I have a few things. Know what's important to you and what you want to spend your money on. So if like your dress is the most important thing to you, like that's where you want to budget. Or if you want a, an amazing video or like whatever that is for you, mm-hmm. like I just think – or if you're a big foodie and you want like the food to be unreal, like just like – no offense, you, unless you're like a millionaire, you can't have it all. So like <laughs> looking at like what is like most important to you and your soon-to-be spouse and like prioritizing that because I think, you know, that will make it more special for you. Um thrift as much as you can. I know like for example like we had so many different like photos at our wedding and like all the frames like my mom like thrifted and like painted like from Goodwill like and then our like cookie table we had a bunch of like plates that like like glass plates that like she like stacked and stuff and basically like she just went to Goodwill and like found a bunch of cheap ones and like kind of put them together. So like there's so many ways to save money. Facebook marketplace or just like borrowing from people like all of our glass jars at our wedding. I think, Rachel, I think, did we borrow some from you? The, uh, the oh, vases? mine have been passed around. They're my pantry jars. I did that. Yeah. I purposefully, okay, here's a tip. I got clear glass pantry jars when I was going to get married and thought these are an investment because I'll use them to have a cute pantry someday. So Necessary, no, but it worked. I think I got them from Wayfair or something. And they have been passed around too many for their wedding now. And yeah. I have many glass pantry jars now that now are out of the wedding circulation. They're in my pantry. <laughs> I love that. That's so smart. But yeah, like borrowing from people. And like, again, with Facebook Marketplace, people that get married, they want rid of this stuff, mm-hmm. especially in our little minimalistic era. I don't want all these decorations at our house. So like people will sell them at a very cheap price. Um, and then the last thing I would say is like, it's some, they ask like things you would do differently. Um, so since our wedding, we've been to 26 other weddings. Um, so it's very easy to compare, but just remember that like your day was your day and Mm -hmm. like trends are going to change. Things will change, but it's like just trying not to compare because it's really hard. Um, the one thing that I wish we would have had a little bit more of, and this is just a small thing is like more like videos on our phone to like look back on. I feel like we have a really amazing wedding video, but just like little videos throughout mm-hmm. the day I feel like would have been cute. And I saw this idea that like this like couple like recorded a video for like their future children together on their wedding day. It was like, hey, like it's your mom and dad. Like this is our wedding. Like I just thought that was like the cutest idea that I saw after that can't really recreate. But um, yeah, the really – I mean obviously there's little things maybe I would change. But overall like it's – you could go down that trail forever. Like just know that like at the end of the day, you are married to the person you love the most and whatever happens, whatever weather comes your way or whatever happens, like it's your day and it's going to be special no matter what. Yeah, for sure. Okay, we have how many left? Like five left? Yeah, okay. we're kind of long. Yeah, I'm going to try to go kind of quickly through yeah. mine since this episode's already yeah. getting a little long. Uh, the next thing, how to prioritize marriage and busyness of life. So is is that one okay to do? Yeah, I literally didn't write that one down because I missed it. Um, but you go first I'll, and I'll figure out what Okay. 
I was just gonna say, uh, no phone at n in like the evening time, which we're really bad about this, but trying to be better about like not having our phones out when we're together mm -hmm. at night, like in the house, just spending time together or in the car at the dinner table. And when we're out to date, stuff like that, um, we try to eat dinner together every night, even if we actually eat at different times, like when it's golf season and Logan gets home late, I'm like, I'm too hungry. I can't wait, but still trying to sit down and like have a conversation. Yeah. Um, prioritizing date nights at home even more than out so that can yeah. be playing a board game like watching a movie and popping popcorn there's a lot of like free at home date ideas mm -hmm. out there um yeah. and planning getaways and being like no we are doing this like even if yeah. it's just a long weekend once a year like no this is mm -hmm. our getaway this is our mm -hmm. time together yeah. I just add on like – it's like the little things. Like it's even like making breakfast together and spending like 20 minutes just talking. Like it doesn't yes. need to be these like grandiose things. Or if you're going to run an errand to the store, be like, hey, you want to come with me? Like literally just like some extra quality time together and then being off your phone during that time as well. So For sure. Um, do we want to do funny things your husbands do that give you the ick? Sure. I actually kind of had trouble with this one. I'm going to be real Same. honest. Same. Logan and I have been together for so long that just like his quirks and habits are just, they are what they are. Yeah. And like, I yeah. like them and it's part of him. So I don't, yeah. I don't have a lot of icks. I only have one I wrote down. That's kind of just Same. like a pet peeve Same. that yeah. if we're laying in bed, he doesn't have a bedside table, which would mm -hmm. honestly help that would be the solution for this. So he'll like throw the remote on the floor or like his phone <laughs> on the floor instead of having a bedside table. And so if he like leans over to get it, he like wraps all the covers around him and pulls them all off of oh. me. And he does it like every night. And then I, I like, if I'm all cozy <laughs> and he takes my cozy spot, then I have to get re cozy. It's really mm. not a big deal, but that's literally the only thing I could think about is taking the covers off like that. Well, it's interesting. I just watched this YouTuber that I follow and she talked about like the ick list that like women are like posting. There's like a list of like 500 plus things. That men do. Of like the men do. And it's like literally it's like one of them is like buckling their seatbelt in the car. Like the dumbest things. And it's like literally what can men do? There's like a 500 listing <laughs> of things they do? can't do. <laughs> it was like – like I, I just encourage anyone listening to look up like like the ick list and like it's against on TikTok there, too. There's like it's it's like 500 plus and I'm like what is your standard? Like I'm like goodness, like there are things in general men do that give me the ick, but Logan doesn't yeah. do any of them. So yeah. that must mean I just really like him. But it's like it doesn't really matter and I definitely yeah. don't have 500. It's like two I could think of. Yeah. Mine is just I call it the middle ground. Um okay. the middle ground of the middle ground of laundry. So it's when you wear ground. something that it's like it's not fully dirty to go in the heater, uh -huh. but it's not clean enough that I would hang it back up in the closet. So it just kind of like sits on the chair or on the floor because he <laughs> might wear it again. And then he'll like – sometimes I'll like throw it in the hamper and he'll be like, where are my sweatpants that were on the floor? And I was like, I put them in the hamper. He's like, I was going to wear them again tonight. And I'm like – Okay, yes. When I do – I will agree with that one. When I do laundry because it was, like, laying somewhere and then he's like, yes. well, where is that? And I'm like, it's in the washer. Well, it wasn't dirty. Well, it wasn't in your closet. So I assumed yes. it was dirty. Yeah, no. But that's literally my only thing that I could think of. I was like – and it's not even a big deal. It's just it, – it just makes me laugh, so. Yeah. Um, the next one that I had written down is what is a good idea to get your husband for Valentine's Day? Mm -hmm. Um. We don't do, like, big Valentine's Day things. I always try to do something like a favorite snack or candy or treat, mm -hmm. favorite meal, some type of dessert. Um, small, thoughtful little things are normally what we grab. The, the one year I did 14 days of Valentine's Day. And so it was, uh -huh. like, 
all 14 of the days, I got a different like small gift and I put a little Mm -hmm. cute like pun on it. You can look that up like on Pinterest. There's a lot of ideas for that. Mm -hmm. That just made it fun. It was like made February fun. So I'm not going to do that every year, but I think that would be fun. Yeah. I would just say like, I'd rather do like an experience. Like I'd rather speak, let's go have a nice dinner or let's go to like see the show or go visit this place. I'd rather us do that Mm -hmm. than like just buy each other a gift. Um, you know, you can buy yourself something sexy, which it's for you, but it's also for him. Um, and then, yeah, I just – and I guess I was going to mention this later, but the one year we got each other, like, new pillows for a bedroom and it was just, like, <laughs> the best thing ever because these pillows are amazing. And it was just, like – we're, like, you know what? Let's just treat ourselves. We'll call for Valentine's Day. We got each other pillows and it was just, like, the best thing ever. So something that, that also, like, is functional too, so – That's awesome. The next question I had written down was about love languages, and we already talked about those a lot. So I was going to skip that one. Do you want to answer the one question that was in there for you? Yeah. Um, Someone said, is there a prenatal you're taking or a brand you recommend? Continued prayers for your journey. Thank you, whoever wrote that. Um, I take Seeking Health prenatal. and it was recommended to me by recommended to me by like the functional like nutritionist I was going to, um, and it has like folate versus folic acid, which I know is like a debate, but like I believe that folate is the better version that you should be consuming. But one thing I would just say, in general, with prenatals is like making sure you're ordering it from like a good source, like not from Amazon. Like I use it's called Fullscript, um, and it's like a it's a website that basically like makes make sure that like all like the supplements and vitamins are mm-hmm. like being sourced correctly. So just making sure that, you know, it has all the essentials you need um, and then ordering it from like a good place. So there's so many out there though. Like there are literally so many different prenatal vitamins. But again, I would also just say, you know, you should be taking a prenatal, but you can get a lot of things from food. So making sure you're getting the nutrients you need from your diet as well. Yeah. Great advice. I do not take a prenatal right now, but in the next few years, I might start. (laughs) Yes. Um, Okay. Do we want to just round this episode off by talking about any fun Valentine's Day memories or stories we have or just anything related to that? I was just going to share what we did for Valentine's Day last year because we really haven't had I think we've had like three or four together. Mm -hmm. So it's not like been like we have a million to talk through. But last year, Logan had a really cool idea. There's this place called – oh, you would know it. It's called the Star Barn and that's where the Wellness Collective Mm -hmm. was. They do that that event, yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful. Like if you're in Lancaster County, you've heard of it. It's stunning. It's a wedding venue mostly, but it does lots of events and stuff. And they had like this like Valentine's Day night where basically you go and there's like – drinks and hors d'oeuvres and it's like this big event and then you like go upstairs and like you get like this really nice dinner but then there's like live music and dancing so like we literally were like slow dancing and like it was like the coolest thing ever though because it was honestly a lot of older couples and like these older couples were like doing like swing dancing and like they were like 80 and they were just like killing it and I was like Logan we need to take dance lessons and be like this like they were just like they just knew how to like dance and it was just so cool um so that was last year it was a really really sweet idea from him and he didn't tell me where like we were driving I was like Mm. where are we going where are we going um he's really intentional about like surprises and stuff so that's probably my favorite memory what about you guys we all Valentine's Day is just small for us. Like, we don't love going out because it's always so busy when you do go mm-hmm. out and stuff. Um, we have gone out before, but I feel like we both just, like, 
And we will probably go somewhere. We normally go like for Italian or pasta, Mm -hmm. but we try not to hit it Valentine's weekend. So we like call Mm -hmm. it another one. We always do really nice cards for each other and then try to think of something like small and nice that the other person would like and intentional. Mm -hmm. So normally it's some sort of like treat or I almost always either buy or make chocolate covered strawberries for both of us. Mm, Um, Some years just like the breakfast, like the morning of Valentine's Day, just make like cute little pancakes that are like you've Mm -hmm. seen like where people use squirt bottles and do like XO and hearts and stuff. Just like making the day fun and cute little yeah. things about love. Um, So yeah, just small things like that. We always like really try to write nice words to each other in a card mm-hmm. and just like spend some quality time together. But I don't, we've never done like anything really like crazy for Valentine's yeah. day. It's always like yeah. pretty low key for us. Yeah. I don't know what we're doing this year. I know Logan's on like a work trip on Valentine's day this year. Oh. So it'll probably be like the weekend before, but honestly, yeah. like you said, it's probably better to like not do something on actual valentine's day because one it's busy and they probably just like double the prices for everything yes (laughs) but i that's all i have for today do you have anything else no i hope you guys made it to the end um and hope you learned something about love and marriage and just hoping you guys have a wonderful valentine's day yeah have a good one guys uh give the people you love an extra hug and let them know Exactly. Well, again, thank you guys for being here. Another week on Kind of Crunchy. If not, make sure you follow us on our Instagram. um, Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Show us some wonderful words of affirmation. Some love. Leaving us a review. (laughs) Like that is how you can show us love on this Valentine's Day is leaving us a nice review on Apple or Spotify. Um, We love you guys. Thank you for being here for another week. We are – fastly approaching our one-year mark. It'll be here so soon. Um, So stay tuned for some fun stuff coming up with that. But we hope you guys have a great day. Thanks for being here. Bye. Bye. Remember, although we talk all things health and wellness here, this is not medical advice and you should always seek out your medical professional for further questions. Thanks again for listening. Please remember to share, comment, and subscribe to help support our podcast.